Okay. <clears throat> I've not set up my music. Hello, everyone. Y'all come on in. I know my music is not started. I was not even paying attention to the time, honestly. I wasn't. So, music is coming, but I wanted to play. Um. Uh, it was like this. I like this song, but it was a song that was playing that I cannot remember what it was. Oh, I know what it is. Let me find it because I liked it on my Spotify. So hold on, hold on. Let me go to my playlist. All right, here we go. Y'all come on in. Y'all, um, you know what? No, I'm not going to do that. Not going to do that one either. So let me just, let me just go here. Let me just do this because that's not what I want to play. But I'm going to do this while I do this. I know your likes. It's not, well, you're not prepared. No. I wasn't because I was actually working on something else and I lost track of time but it's okay I won't let this whole thing play since we're five minutes in since we're five minutes in I will stay right there and just be right here so So I'll just do this. It's calling me out. Today's Bible study lesson is going to be good. Hearing and doing. Possible by the power 
Y'all see my, y'all see that. Shout out to, to Miss Ashley Pitts, who created my, I said I wasn't gonna let this play all day now. I'm sorry. Please forgive me, wasn't paying attention again. Listen, we're gonna go ahead and get started. And so, let me get in here where I need to be. Where I need to be. Okay, so, hi, how is everyone doing today? Listen, I'm going to invest, I'm gonna tell you what I'm about to invest in. I'm going to tell you what I'm about to invest in. There's this thing, and I don't know the name of it, but you're able to remote control You know, you're leaning in, you're pushing play, you're doing this. There's there's one that's a remote that you can, like it moves right when you move. can't know the name of it, but I'm going to invest in that. Amen. So I want to thank you all for tuning in to Mr. and Mrs. Devotions Coupled Together. Bible study that um, I do every day at 12 noon um, because I chose to do this for the year of 2021. Um, it hasn't been easy. There has been some days that I haven't been on. So there's been some days that I have missed, whether it's because um, of I've been sick or I have other appointments, but God has still graced me to do this. He has still pushed me to move forward. And I'm grateful and I'm humble and I'm thankful that I'm able to come to you all um, given what the say of the Lord and the teaching from um, the book that was written by Robin Joanna Legan because I definitely take no credit for their work. Amen. But resources have been put on this earth for us so that we can learn and grow together in the name of Jesus. Amen. And so there are those who feel like they don't want to do it and then there are those who feel like it's needed and it needs to be done so you know to each his own right so you know i choose to do social media you choose to do in-house i choose to do it every day you choose to do it once a week in either case it's not a right or wrong it's whatever um you feel that um you need to do for the growth of others or for the growth for yourself amen and so I just thank God for this opportunity to come to you all again on today. And I want to thank you. And I always thank those who follow me as I follow Christ. Amen. But I always tell you that if I give you a scripture, you need to read it for yourself. You need to study it for yourself. What What is the Lord speaking to you concerning scripture? What is the Lord pushing you into concerning his word? Amen. Because everybody gets a different revelation. From what they read but as long as it is the word of god and your revelation is coming from the lord then okay but if it's coming from man or if it's coming from your flesh you don't need to do that amen and so um i just thank god for another opportunity to come and teach his people okay something right i'm, I'm i know you're like what is she doing because something is I, I think it's the food that i ate earlier this was trying to come out I don't know, but it's getting on my nerves. Hey, Lady Taylor. And so I always pray that you get something out of um, whatever the, the lesson is that's coming forth, whatever the teaching is, because again, it's not about me, it's about God. 
It's about where you want to go in your work, in your walk. Amen. Hey, Sister, hey, Sister LaShondra. Good to see you on here. And so, y'all just continue to pray for me as I continue to pray for you. Amen. But we're going to go ahead and move in prayer. So, God, I thank you for another opportunity to come to your people on today and to do this Bible study that we're growing together, we're learning together, we're doing it together in your name. And so your word says where two or three is gathered together in your name that you are in the midst of them. So God, I thank you on today that you're in the midst of us. I thank you that you have allowed us to come together to walk in an agreement so that you will get the glory out of our story. So Lord God, let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart to be acceptable unto thy side, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. And Lord God, I thank you for those who are tunes in that either just want to watch or they're they're learning from it whatever whatever the case whatever the case that they tune in god my prayer is that they will get what they are needing from you by what you give me to say because if you don't say anything nothing will be said amen so god i just thank you let um continue to move me forward in this area and god a special prayer for those that have made it known that they are having a bad day or they're just feeling sad or their day is not going in a direction that they intended it for go to go when they got up this morning Lord god i want to um pray for those who need their heart touched i want to pray for those who just need some encouraging words i want to pray for those that are just having a really bad day they're feeling lonely or they're feeling hopeless they're feeling suicidal, how, whatever they're feeling, Lord God, I just want to come and encourage their heart. I just want to come and just let them know that it's going to be okay, that it's going to be all right, no matter what it is, whether, whether it's a loss of a child or a loss of a husband or a loss of a friend or whatever the loss is, whatever the story is, whatever the situation is, I just want to encourage your heart. And I just want to pray with you on this, on, on this afternoon to let you know that weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. And his word says that he'll never leave you nor forsake you. And that you can do all things through him that will continue to strengthen you. Amen. So be encouraged and know that you're growing every day. Amen. 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 So moving forward, um, today is the 123rd day of 2021. Amen. And so our Bible study lesson on today is May 7th, and it's titled Hearing and Doing. And I know a lot of times we see so many things or no, we hear so many things. Well, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that and I'm going to say this and I'm going to say that and I'm going to make this happen and I'm going to, you know, create this and create that. We always um, we always saying what we're going to do and we never do it. We, we, we're, we're, we're here the sounds of wisdom we'll hear the sounds of advice we'll hear the sounds of what we should do and what we shouldn't do we'll hear um from a teacher we'll hear from a parent we'll hear from the judge we'll hear from god but we don't do it we don't do what we speak we don't do what we hear amen and so today i want to discuss well i want to talk with you um from james chapter 1 verse 22 and it's it's uh scripture says do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves do what it says 
do what it says don't just listen to the word because when you're just listening to the word and you're not doing the word you're deceiving yourself amen and so um they went on to say in our lesson we recognize the road signs but don't mind edging a few miles over the speed limit we glance at a recipe but use an extra pinch of spice we set the gps but ignore its direction as we choose a shortcut we review instructions to assemble new furniture but skip steps to finish more quickly we can listen to all kinds of advice or directives but do our own thing in the end the consequences of ignoring the bible's direction are more serious for your lives if you hear but ignore god's call to honesty if you hear but ignore god's call to your lies sorry no if you hear but ignore god's call to honesty your lies can cost you your job or relationships tuning out his call to purity can open the door to sexual sin and adultery dismissing his will for your finances finds you discontent and buried in debt every command in scripture is given in love so god's goodness can fill your lives is there any part of god's word that is challenging you today put your faith into action as you do what it says let the truth of god prove true in your life as you obey him fully it doesn't get any better than that you just have to ask yourself why is it that when you hear something that is good when you hear something that's going to push you to your greater why is it when you hear what is right why is it when you hear what you should do why is it when you hear how to save your finances why is it when you hear you choose not to do what you hear can i ask can i answer that question is because you want to do what you want to do some people don't want to hear the truth some people doesn't don't want to hear what's right you know and lord have mercy uh well let me say it like this i said so i said this to someone yesterday do everything you do must it be wrong why is it you just can't obey the rule does everything you do have to be wrong why is it that you just can't do what is right and we always hear these famous words well because they're doing it well because they got one well because ain't nothing happening to them but in reality we don't know what they did to do what they're doing we don't know what they had to go through to have what they have so if we continue to follow what everybody else is doing if they're doing wrong that you're going to follow them straight into hell that's just the truth and we and, I, and we hear so many times stop controlling me let me just do what i want to do let me just go where i want to go let me just act the way i want to act let me just stay here because this is where i want to be so you sit back and say so i know what's right 
I know the choice you need to do right. So what you're saying is you want me to hush. And if a car is coming and about to hit you, you don't want me to scream out. Hey, Pastor Davis, you don't want me to scream out and say, stop. You want me to keep my mouth shut and let the truck hit you. Because that's basically what you're saying when you're telling somebody you don't want to hear it. That's what you're saying. I don't want to hear the truth. I don't want to hear it may cause me to die. I don't want to hear that I may lose my job. I don't want to hear that I may be homeless. I don't want to hear that I may lose my finances. I don't want to hear that I may lose a child. I don't want to hear that I may be divorced. I don't want to hear the consequences of my actions because I want to do what I want to do. I want to go where I want to go. I want to act the way that I want to act. So there are some people that don't want you to say anything to them that is right because of why, why and I just said it because they just want to do what they want to do without somebody coming through and saying you know that's wrong you know you shouldn't do that you know that's not right you know that's you know you do know why would if there are just some people who just don't want to do right. They're content in doing wrong. They're comfortable in doing wrong. And they're fine with that. So then how does it put you in a place? What position does it put you in when you know that it's wrong? When you, when you know that it's wrong. Lord have mercy. When you when you know that it's wrong, this scripture just dropped in my spirit, and I and I need to read it. James chapter four and seventeen. Therefore, to him that knoweth to do good, and doeth it not, to him it is sin. So should I say it doesn't matter what you tell somebody? that they're doing wrong or that it's going to be a sin because the thing about it is obedience is better than sacrifice if, if you if you're at your job thank you holy spirit if you're at your job and your job says you're not supposed to wear tennis shoes on your job because of the equipment that are there and if you're wearing tennis shoes that are that is not a, a great support or not a fit for machines to fall on them, so you don't you don't wear the steel toe boots that they tell you to wear. You don't wear the boots that they tell you to wear. That you don't wear the protective gear that they tell you to wear. And then when something falls down and it falls on your toe, you wind up with having a broke toe, a hurt toe, a swollen toe. And then you're in a cast for about five to six weeks. When in reality, then that's all you had to do was just wear the steel toe boots that they told you to wear because it protects you. They can probably care less 
but they don't want to be sued. They don't want to be in trouble. They don't want that company does not want to be shut down. So we'll follow. Oh my God. We'll follow every rule and regulation of our jobs. If our job says don't wear blue, we won't wear blue. If our job says don't take lunch for an hour because you only get 30 minutes, you're not going to take lunch for an hour. You're going to try your dangest to be back in 30 minutes. If your job says they don't want they don't want you working for a company that's that's a competitive company, you won't do it. But the word of God is nigh. The word of God is here to give you instructions. Not just to live a righteous lifestyle, but how not to live a riotous life. Meaning, not just to live in this life with no rules, no direction, no instruction, nothing. It's for your protection. It's for your health. It's for your character. It's for your integrity. It's for your marriage. It's for your children. It's for your finances. It's for your sanity. It's for your whatever that you have going on. The word of God speaks to our whole life. It speaks to our health. It speaks to our stand. It speaks to our morals. It speaks to our standards. The word of God, the Bible, meaning biblical instructions before leaving earth. The Bible, biblical instructions before leaving earth. The Bible, biblical instructions before leaving earth earth this is our tool to teach us what we need how we need to be where we need to go how we need to do it hearing and doing i see so many posts and i'm and i listen it's in my it's in my notes i wrote it down today I was in the shower. I was getting out. I was thinking about my godchildren, my grandchildren, my children. And literally, I heard this drop in my spirit. Speak it. Speak it and do it. I heard that. Speak it and do it. Stop saying what you need to do. Stop saying what you are about to do. Stop sharing these posts about my life is going to change and I'm going to be greater. I'm no longer going to be that person I was on yesterday. I'm going to be that person on today. But you're not putting action to what you're speaking. <laughs> if you're a weed smoker and you're sharing a post that says, I'm going to be better and greater today than tomorrow. And I need to change my life. I'm not no longer doing what I'm not doing. But you're not changing it. If you're driving without a driver's license and you're saying, I, need, I, I know I need to stop driving without a license, but 
I just don't have the time to go. But I'm going to do it. I, I, I heard that it's wrong to drive without a license. I heard that it's going to hurt me in the end. But you're not putting action to it. You're not preparing yourself to go get your license so that you won't get pulled over. That you won't accidentally hit somebody and you have no license and no insurance. So somebody else have to suffer and struggle because you spoke what you need to do. You heard what you need to do, but you didn't put action to it. This is for all of us. I can talk about myself. I can say I need to balance my day so much better. I, 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 I say it. But have I balanced yet? No. <laughs> no. I haven't. But I'm not as bad as I was yesterday. But I'm growing every day to where I need to be for tomorrow. And even though tomorrow isn't promised. Because tomorrow's going to take care of itself. I need to start it today. I know what I need to do because I hear it. And sometimes I got to hear it from somebody else. I should hear it within my spirit. And then do it. Do what my spirit is saying that I need to do that is right. But we don't want to listen to the word. And we continually to deceive ourselves. Knowing that we got to do what we say. And do what the word, do what the word says. So... Listen, James chapter 1, and I'm going to start at the 19th verse. James 1, 19 through 27 is what I'm reading from. That's where I'm reading from. James 1 19 through 27 it's on the screen James 1 19 through 27 okay listening and doing hearing and doing Wherefore, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath. For the wrath of man worketh not the righteousness of God. Wherefore, lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness, and receive with meekness the engrafted word, which is able to save your souls. The word of God is trying to save your soul. The word of God is trying to save your soul.
the word of God is trying to save your soul. That is scripture. Okay. It says, number 22, but be ye doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. For if any be a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass. For he beholdeth himself and goeth his way and straightway forgetteth, forgetteth, forgetteth what manner of man he was. Now listen. This verse speaks of anger that erupts when our egos are bruised. I am hurt. My opinions are not being heard. When injustice and sin occur, we should become angry because others are being hurt. But we should not become angry when we fail to win an argument or when we feel neglected. Selfish anger never helps anybody. Can I say that again? Selfish anger never helps anybody. And I just said a few minutes ago that we don't hear what needs to be heard. We don't do what needs to be heard because we don't want to. That's the excuse. We don't want to. We don't want to change. We don't want to do better. And if you do want to change, then you're not putting action to what's being heard. You're not putting action to what's being spoken. It's not disrespect. It's not rude. It's not being petty. It's not throwing people under the bus. The word is the word. Listen, I'm coming from a book. I'm coming from the book. From I'm coming from this book, from this book of the word of God, by using life examples, life experiences to speak to Speak from, speak for the word of God. So I get so I get so tired of people using the excuse they're talking about me. They're gossiping about me. She's throwing me under the bus. The devil is a lie. It's time out for all of the excuses. It's time out for all of this stuff being justified. If we're going to be real about it, be a hundred about it. Or do what you're supposed to be doing. Don't lie about it. Just say, I don't want to. Period. I don't want to. That's just what it is. When we don't want to do what we're supposed to do, just say, I don't want to. Because at the end of the day, if somebody says to you, stop talking to me about it, Stop talking to them about it. God hears. God knows that you've tried everything in your power to give what is right. That you tried everything in your power to give what is wrong. That you try to give everything in your power what is needed. But you're doing it for God. Not to be doing it just to show face. God knows the heart. He knows the heart of his people. He knows the heart of his children. He knows. And because he knows, speak it, release it, move on. 
Don't allow somebody's blood on your hands. Speak it, release it, move on. It's up to the individual to apply what has been heard righteously. But by the word of God, you should be able to recognize what's real and what's fake. What I should listen to and what I shouldn't listen to. The word of God is right. And everything else is wrong. So if you're encouraging somebody, if you're helping somebody and you're doing it through the word of God. And if they kick against the word of God, they're not kicking against you. They're kicking against the word of God. Because it's supposed to be about God. It's supposed to be about God. The word of God is trying to save your soul. I put on my page earlier that it, that in Proverbs, withhold correct, don't withhold correction from the child. Correction is to save their soul from hell. Discipline is to save their soul from hell. Speaking what is right is to save someone's soul from hell when they're doing wrong. But it must be through the word of God. So yeah, a long time I had always tried to justify, I'm not talking about you. I'm not trying to throw you under the bus. Because I, I want them to like me. I want them to love me. I want to be accepted. Because I keep being rejected. But now I don't even care about being rejected. Honey, re reject me. Re reject me right out of the plane. Because if I'm, if I'm around people who is not living according to the word of God. When I'm trying to live right. Then reject me. Pull the rejection button. And let me just fly right out of the, right out of the plane. Right out of the car. I no longer worried about, I no longer worry about being rejected, whether it's from friends, strangers, children, family, co-workers, it doesn't bother me anymore because it used to take me all the way out and make me feel some type of way. But I have learned I have learned that people, and I've learned this the hard way, Lord knows I have. I have learned that people are going to do what they want to do. But it's not supposed to stop you from giving the word of God. It's not supposed to stop you from helping someone else. It's not supposed to stop you from encouraging somebody where they are. It's not supposed to stop you from giving positive or going to get reinforcements to help you to help someone else but we get so caught up in self we do and that's why jesus said that we are not to love anybody more than we love him because we're going to focus on them and lose focus on him can i say that again because we are going to focus on them 
and lose focus. on him. Because we are going to focus on them and lose focus on him. That's why. That's truth. Because we don't put our faith into action. Listen. I want to say this part right here again. Is there any part of God's word that is challenging you today. Put your faith into action as you do what it says. Let the truth of God prove true in your life as you obey him fully. Now, let me let me say this. I want to go to Ezekiel. I want to go to Ezekiel. Okay? Let me go to Ezekiel. I want to show you something. Is it Ezekiel or... Isaiah. I want to say it's Isaiah. Um, no, I think it's Ezekiel. Yes, it is Ezekiel. Ezekiel. Let me put my marker here. Ezekiel 33. Listen to this, and I'm going to start at the first verse. Listen to this. Ezekiel chapter 33. Listen to this. This is God reminding Ezekiel that he is a watchman. Okay. And first one says, again, the word of the Lord came unto me saying, now mind you, because I want to say this is back in 30. No, it was back in. Um... Okay, I did stop. Right, I stopped right there where I was, didn't I? Okay, let me just start here. Ezekiel says again, the word of the Lord came unto me saying, Son of man, speak to the children of your people and say unto them, When I bring the sword upon a land, if the people of the land take a man of their coast and set him for their watchman, if when he seeth the sword come upon the land, and he blow the trumpet and warn the people. Then whosoever heareth the sound of the trumpet. For those of you who don't know when there's a TH at the end of the word. That means that when they continue to hear. So then whosoever that continues to hear the sound of the trumpet. And continue to take not warning. If the sword come and take him away. His blood shall be upon his own head now that's talking about when the person comes and blows the horn brings warning and the whomever because he was a hear the sound sounding and they don't take warning then the blood is on his own head it's on you it's on you okay but verse 5 says he heard the sound of the trumpet and took not warning. His blood shall be upon him. But he that taketh warning shall deliver his soul. He who takes warning shall deliver his soul. Verse 6 says, But if the watchman 
see the sword come and blow not the trumpet and the people be not warned if the sword come and take any person from among them he is taken away in his sin but his blood will I require at the watchman's hand listen to seven so God is speaking the Lord unto Ezekiel again as it said in verse one again God says so you O son of man I have set you a watchman unto the house of Israel therefore you shall hear the word at my mouth and warn them from me when i say unto the wicked o wicked man you shall surely die if you doest not speak to warn the wicked from his way that wicked man shall die in his sin but his blood will i require at your hand Verse 9 said, Nevertheless, if you warn the wicked of his way to turn from it, if he do not turn from his way, he shall die in his sin, but you have delivered your soul. Now, I want y'all to think, what did I just say? In verse 5, God says to Ezekiel, when you warn the man, when you warn the people, when you blow the trumpet, when you warn them and they turn from it, it says the warning shall deliver his soul, his soul. When Ezekiel warns the wrong, when he warns the people of their wrongdoing, of their sin, of their fault, of their mistake, of whatever, and they heed to it mean they hear and they turn from their wicked way he said their soul shall be delivered but he that taketh warning shall deliver his soul but look what god said in verse 9 if you warn the wicked of his way to turn from it and he do not turn then you have delivered your soul I'm not holding you responsible because you gave them the word. So God is holding the watchman responsible and God is holding the individual responsible. So you can so you can either hear the the watchman to tell you that warning is coming so that you can save your soul. Cuz it's not the blood's not on the 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 the, the watchman's head. Because he told you. And that means when you heard it and you did it, you saved your soul from hell. But when, but when Ezekiel tells the people they need to turn from their wicked ways and they don't do it, it's not Samuel, Ezekiel's soul is not in trouble he's been saved because he told them he warned them 
Y'all need to go back and rewind it. And I know it sounds like it's a little tongue twister. I know it sounds kind of confusing. So let me try to break this down in layman terms. If I tell a child not to touch the stove when it's on because you're going to get burnt. When you see the eye is red, that means that it's hot and you shouldn't touch it. If the child ignores what I'm saying and he sees that it's red and he knows that it's hot and he touches it anyway, he gets hurt. His hand is going to be burnt. But his pain, his struggle is not on me because I warmed him before time and even showed him how he could tell and how he should know when the stove is hot and when it's because when it's red. Right. But if I tell him the stove is hot, and he sees that it's red and he looks at it and he doesn't touch it. Then I'm safe. Because I've given him instructions on what he shouldn't do. I've given him direction and showing him how he can tell when that stove is, is on and it's hot because the color of it will be red. And he needs to stay away from the stove. I'm saved from the Lord because I've given him instruction. Lord have mercy. So we're talking about. God calling some of us to be a watchman for people's souls who want to do, who want to hear, but struggle. But in that struggle, they're hearing and they're doing what they're, what they're hearing. But if they're not doing what we're giving them, it's not on us. It's on them. It's on their head and it says on their own head so your blood is not required on my hands because i'm giving you what thus saith the lord through the word of god letting you know not just to be a hearer of the word and not a doer because that means you're looking in a mirror and you're only worried about yourself you only see self you're not trying to move from that place. So here you have to know that it's important to know what God's word says, but it is much more important to obey it. We can measure the effectiveness of our Bible study. We can measure the effectiveness of our Bible study time by the effect it has on our behavior and attitude. I was talking to my daddy yesterday about the bible i was talking to my daddy yesterday about the bible and he was saying when he was reading his bible he saw himself his attitude was changing things about him was changing and when he realized that he wasn't reading his bible it's like his life his life was just in chaos because when we're reading the word and we're applying the word and we're hearing the, what the spirit of the lord has to say our lives begin to change for the gooder for the gooder our lives be begins to change for the good but we are going to focus on them and lose focus on him and we can't get to our greater because we're we're, we're we're hearing it but we're not doing it we're hearing it but we're not applying it 
we're hearing it, but we're not walking into it. We're hearing it, but we don't care about it. We don't trust it. We don't have faith in it. So we're just reading our word. We're just reading it. So it so to you, it's just something that you're reading. But when you want to change, then it has the effect of doing what the word of God says. Right? So listen. So let me finish reading this. 25 says, but whoso looketh into the perfect law of liberty and continueth therein, he being not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this man shall be blessed in his deed. If any man among you to be and bridleth not his tongue, but deceiveth his own heart, this man's religion is in vain. Pure religion and undefiled before God and the Father is this, to visit the fatherless and widows in their affliction and to keep himself unspotted from the world. Now listen to this. And I'm going to read this straight through. The perfect law of liberty could also be called the perfect law that gives freedom. It seems paradoxical that a law could give us freedom. But God's law points out sin in us and give us the opportunity to ask God's forgiveness. So as Christians, we are saved by God's grace. Salvation frees us from sin's control. As believers, we are free to live as God created us to live. Of course, this does not mean that we are free to do as we please. I'm free. I can do what I want to do. I can go where I want to go. I'm grown. You ain't my daddy. You ain't my mama. You don't own me. I'm grown. So, in, in, with that being said, so, if we're trying to be the watchman, and we're trying to help you, because, thank you, Holy Spirit, listen to what Hebrews, listen to what, listen to what Hebrews, um, Hebrews 13 and 7 says, 17, Hebrews 13 and 17, obey them that have the rule over you, and submit yourselves, for they watch for your souls, as they that must give account, that they may do it with joy, and not with grief, for that is unprofitable for you, so pray for us, but we trust we have a good conscience in all things, willing to live honestly. So those who are in authority, those who are in leadership, those who are living righteously, those who have love and compassion that's trying to help you through the word of God, trying to teach you what is right, to move you from out of what is wrong so that you can apply and do what you're hearing, what's been heard, to save your soul from hell. From hell, from jail, from death, from betrayal, from hurt, from whatever. 
but because we have that mentality i'm grown i do what i want to do you don't own me you're not my daddy you're not my mama i'm grown and you know i keep saying i'm grown because that is what we say i've said it plenty of times i ain't got to obey you i ain't got to listen to you you ain't you can't tell me what to do but when someone is trying to watch over you because they love you they adore you they want to see you grow they want to see you make it they want to see you live they want to see you build your relationship with the lord they're not trying to control you they're trying to help you they have a concern for you but what happens as believers As believers, we need to keep ourselves unpolluted, unspotted from the world. We need to commit ourselves to Jesus Christ's ethical and moral system, not the world. We are not to adapt to the world's value system based on money, based on power, or based on pleasure. True faith means nothing if we are contaminated with such values we have to understand that unless a family member was willing to care for them they were reduced to begging selling themselves as slaves or starving by caring for these powerless people the church put God's word into practice when we give with no hope of receiving in return we show what it means to serve others when the scripture in 27 says pure religion and undefiled before God and the father is this to visit the fatherless and widows in their affliction and to keep himself unspotted from the world so the word says that we should help the widows and help the powerless so we have we have an opportunity to feed the homeless we have an opportunity to help the widows. Their, their, their husband has died. Their, their wife has died. So instead of having them resort to uh, pornography or stealing to, to survive or, or begging on the street because they've lost their home, they've lost their finances, they've lost all of these things. The word of God tells us. Just don't read about um, to feed the homeless and clothe the naked. Put action to clothing the homeless and feeding the naked. But do it before they become homeless and do it before they come naked. They become naked. That's the key. That's the key. Being a, hear, being a doer and not just a hearer. Especially when you have the spirit of, the, the spirit of discernment. And you can, and God gives you, and he speaks to your spirit, man. And he tells you that he needs you to go over here and do this. And you'll be like, no, not doing that. Because you don't like them. Because you have unforgiveness in your heart. You won't obey the word of God. Because you don't have compassion for the people. You won't obey the word of God. Because they hurt you. You won't obey the word of God. Because they betrayed you. You won't obey the word of God. But the word of God is still teaching you how to come from out of betrayal, how to come from out of hurt, how to come from out of the pain and the struggle. So you're hearing the word, but you're not doing it. 
You're not being the watchman. Just like God called Ezekiel to be a watchman. He calls us to be a watchman. He calls us to, to watch what's happening in the world. Not to become the world. By what we see. We got to obey the word of God. We must obey the word of God. Amen. Amen. So our Bible study prayer. Lord, teach us your word. And give us the courage to obey what you say. Create authentic faith in us as we surrender to you. Amen. Amen. God has been good to me. Because I try my best to just not be a hearer, but a doer. But yes, it is very hard. But with God, all things are possible. Through Christ, he will give you strength. He's your supplier concerning your every need. As long as it's according to his will. According to his riches in Jesus by Christ, according to his riches in, according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. You can read that in Philippians 4 and 19, Philippians 4 and 13. But you must understand, as I started out by saying, James 4 and 17. Therefore, to him that knoweth to do good, and doeth it not, to him it is sin. That's the word. So, God is good and he is worthy to be praised. And I'm done. I will, if it's God's will, yes, I will be here tomorrow at 12. Um, I am going to a graduation tomorrow um, that starts at 10. So, let me go ahead and say this now. If I'm not able to come on right at 12 o'clock when I get an opportunity, I will continue to um, do my Bible study. Um, because I, I figured out that when I'm not able to come on at 12, when I do get an opportunity, just come on in and just do it. Just come on in and, and just do it. Why? Because God knows best. And that's our lesson on tomorrow. Because God knows best. And in spite of me, uh, my goal, yes, my goal, my desire is to be on every day at 12 noon. But then I look at it, well, if I have an appointment, then I just won't come on. No. Find another time and just find that opportunity and just come on and just move in it. Somebody, um, if you're the light that somebody needs, be that light until you can get them to Jesus Christ the light. Sometimes you, got, you just got to be that person until they're able to find the true person, which is Jesus Christ for themselves. We ought to go out into the hedges and the highways and compel those to come in. To, to offer salvation, to offer um, love and compassion, to, to spread the fruit of the Spirit. Amen. Amen. So I love all of you. I thank you all for tuning in. Lord knows I do. Listen, this y'all don't even understand. This helps me more and more every day. Because I love reading the word of God and I love teaching it. I love studying it. I, I just, I love it. And there was a time in my life you wouldn't even catch me reading the word, doing the word, walking upright in the word. Because of my flesh, 
I'm grown and I'm going to do what I want to do. And that's just what it is. And that is what just happens. So, for those of you who may watch this for the first time of your life and you don't know who I am, I am Elder Serena Holloway. And I have a deliverance ministry that where I want to see souls delivered. I want to see souls healed. I want to see souls set free for the kingdom of God. Not for me. Not for me. This is not about me. This is about God. So I thank you for tuning into Mr. and Mrs. Devotions Coupled Together Bible Study. Text your prayer to 865-214-7770. Know that I'm praying for you. Know that I love you. But God loves you more. Amen. Read your Bible every day. Every chance you get. I keep my I keep a Bible in my house. I keep a Bible in my car. I keep a Bible in my office at the church. Because you never know when you might just need to encourage somebody or that God downpours you a word and you just want to do a quick live. I do I've done that too. Or God wants you to study something and write some things down and you're preparing. You just never know. And you're reading that word every day. You're applying it to your mind. You're applying it to your heart. You're applying it to your feelings. You're applying it to your emotions. You're applying it to your marriage. You're applying it to your finances. You're applying it to your children. You're applying it to your grandchildren. You're applying it to your family members. You're applying it every day of your life. You are applying the word of God. But yes, sometimes nobody wants to hear the word. Sometimes they just want you to listen. Sometimes they just want you to listen. So sometimes you don't have to say anything, but still having the word down in your heart because you can be speaking life into the atmosphere and God is still able to hear, heal, hear, set free and deliver. Amen. Amen. I love you all on today. This has been in my spirit for, for the last few days and I put it on my page as well that I've been seeing so many posts about hurt. And sadness and you know all of these things and I want to encourage you all on today I want to encourage you you are someone special and it's okay to, to be hurt it's okay to express your emotions it's okay not to be okay just don't stay there just don't stay in that place don't allow those feelings to consume you don't allow those emotions to consume you don't allow those letdowns to consume you. Don't allow that stuff to consume you to where you're going to be stuck there and it's going to be so hard for you to come out of that place. Go into your secret closet and pray and ask the Lord to give you strength. Ask the Lord to help you. Ask the Lord to comfort you. Ask the Lord to give you peace. Ask the Lord. Be honest with the Lord. Just sit and, just sit and talk with God. Or even ask God to send somebody your way just to have a conversation, just to vent, just to talk about just getting it off of your chest, getting it off, getting it out of your mind, getting it out of your heart. So you're not allowing those 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 ill feelings to, to, to succumb you, to surround you, to keep you in a bad, hurtful place. Ask the Lord to send you someone that you can talk to, that you can just. Lay your, listen, I told somebody the other day, I said, I have two shoulders, just choose one. And they were able 
to come and just and did literally laid on my shoulder and just cried and just cried and just cried just cried and sometimes somebody just need to get out a good cry they just need a release and they just don't know how to do it so everybody that are on my page any of my pages and you are hearing this message know that I am praying for you know that I am taking your cares and I am taking them to the Lord in prayer but you can also take your cares and give them to the Lord as he said in 1 Peter 5 and 7 take all of your cares up and put them upon the Lord because he continually cares for you he wants to take your burden he wants to take your sadness he wants to take all those things that are bothering you and put them on his cross he bared his own cross and he knows that it's such a struggle for us to carry our cross and follow him but he wants to bear your cross as well he wants to help you carry your cross because he is he, he has more strength than we do but with his strength we can make it through with his strength we will be okay so know that it's okay not to be okay but take it to God in prayer because he loves you he adores you and he cares for you continually and he wants to draw you to him amen so stay encouraged be encouraged and know that he loves you and so do I amen amen